0: Hello and welcome to Wine, Spirits, and, and Witches. Spirit. This is Monica. And this is Shauna, and we're your high priestess for this evening. And guess what guys?
1: Monica is on her second glass <laughs> of beer! <laughs> I know, it's a once in a lifetime thing, but I had a pretty crappy day. I don't know why, no reason in particular, so I decided I'm going to feel better. Tonight and I'm gonna drink beer to feel better.
0: Fuck yeah, why not? Oh and th- I mean, this is your second beer though. Usually know. you're like on. I might like, be
1: doing three. You just never
0: know. Oh shit! So are you feeling tipsy already, or are you just feeling like relaxed and uncrappified from the day? A little
1: spitty. All right. A little spitty, right. but not. Yeah, I'm a little relaxed, more relaxed, but a little spinny Not like fucked up yet. Okay. All
0: right. Well, the episode is shown. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. The we'll see what night. happens. Absolutely. I am drinking. Old Faithful. I got my white claw. Yeah, you
1: sure do. There you go. What flavor is it tonight? This grapefruit. one is ruby
0: grapefruit. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had white claws on the show like in a second. You haven't. It's I've been, been a while. Yeah, doing like mixed drinks or champagne. champagne. Yeah. i There's been a couple times that I've had tea because I wasn't feeling up to snuff. See? I almost had tea tonight and then my friend Courtney came over and we got some white claws and I had my little extra and I was like these are coming with me
1: to record. Mm-hmm. So cheers. 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 Yes. Cheers. Cheers, it's going to be a good night. Hell yes. So tonight we have we have first uh-oh First, before we get to all that cool witchy
0: shit that everybody wants to hear about, we have fucking announcements that I'm going to make everyone sit through. Okay. I'm just, I'm taking up some time just to like build the anticipation meanwhile everyone's just like fast forwarding um the first thing i wanted to to say and this is something that we actually meant to talk about in the last episode is as you guys have noticed we haven't had a astrology episode in a while oh yes and our darling taddy has been having some health issues that she's been dealing with so she's had to take a brief sabbatical but she misses you guys she loves you guys and she will be back as soon as she is feeling up to snuff. Yes,
1: yes. So send her your well wishes.
0: Yes. Yeah, so we just want to say shout out to Tati. We love you. We yeah. hope that you have a speedy recovery and everything is good to go. Yes. Um, in the meantime, I will fill in all of your astrology for you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mercury is in retrograde. Mars is in retrograde. Shit's happening in Scorpio. Be nice. Fucking think before you speak and you act. Hold on to your panties and back up your computer because we're in for a bumpy motherfucking right yeah anyway so we are i just i just you did it in one shot one sentence you just spit that right out that was Um, pretty damn good i would think so i would think so considering that i only know like an inch worth of astrology i think that was pretty spot on um our other news is something that's actually really exciting um we have been working really hard to try and expand Wine Spirits and Witches. We have some really cool things coming up. We have our classes this weekend. We have Shadow Fest on the 23rd, which is going to be a live ritual on Zoom that you guys can still sign up for if you want to. Um, If you do, email us at winespiritsandwitches at gmail.com. But part of the expansion that we've been working on is opening the show up to new platforms. Mm -hmm. So we are officially on Stitcher. We are officially on iTunes slash Apple Podcast. We just submitted for Google Podcast, so that's getting in the works. I think we have a couple other things that I we're Heart doing. iHeartRadio. Trying to
2: figure out a Amazon
0: yes so, so Ricky when I say we I mean Ricky <laughs>
1: yeah
0: Ricky has been doing all of this Ricky had some homework assignments uh, we were really excited about getting up on Apple podcast and we posted it in the Facebook group and someone's like you guys need to get on Google Podcasting and I legit commented back and I was like hold on I have to go give Ricky some more homework
2: mm-hmm.
0: and Ricky got right on it so Ricky a plus student to you good work Ricky keep good it work. up champ yes. gold star gold star mm-hmm. um, so yeah so now you guys can find us on there so we're on soundcloud spotify apple podcast uh stitcher I gonna be on iHeartRadio, radio google google podcast so i know that a couple of these you can uh well you can subscribe to us on all of them which we would absolutely appreciate on whatever preferred platform you have but um, also like it, subscribe to it, but review us, say nice things about us and how adorable we are and all of that fun stuff so that other people can find it. That's going to be really helpful
1: for us to grow. That's right. So please, please do that. And pretty soon we're going to be on YouTube. YouTube. Live and in person.
0: That's going to be really exciting. So we've got, we're going to start recording um, our episodes, not just for Audible Or audio files, but also for YouTube, so you'll be able to
1: watch us drink. (laughs) Yes, and watch all the antics that go on.
0: Yeah, I was actually thinking about that. That's going to be really good, because sometimes we do, like, I just think about our anniversary episode when that fucking champagne just exploded (laughs) everywhere. Yep.
1: That would have been great. That would have been great to see, huh?
0: Yeah, so... There will yeah. definitely be lots of antics, so that'll be really fun, too. So, yeah, we're, we're working. We're doing all that adulting stuff. And, again, by we, we mean Ricky. Go him. Um, so, yeah, so that, that's my announcements. That's all of my adulting Very and good. stuff like that. So now we can
1: talk about what we're doing. And what are we doing? The magic of plants and herbs. oh yeah. Yeah, so I don't think we've, I mean, we've touched on a few here and there, but we're going to get into a little detail tonight. Which I think will be good because for our anniversary episode, we did that spell game, you know, Yes. and we
0: asked people in the Facebook group to submit like a random spell ingredient that we could use for the game. And at the time, no one knew what it was for. A lot of them, like
1: probably like 95% of it was herbs. Yeah, it was herbs. That was really crazy. Yeah, but we did it. We did it. Yeah, we, we did. We actually picked our winner, though, last night, Yes, too. we did. So thank you for all of your submissions, and we, we did a random pick the other night, and we got our winner Yes, for our, our grab bag. For, our grab yeah, bag.
0: for our anniversary raffle, normal One, I sent her a message today, and her goodies are going out tomorrow. Nice. So I had a lot of fun with that. I think we had a really cool little goodie bag put together, so I definitely think in the future we will do more of those, because yes, I enjoyed absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, so, tonight we're talking about the magic of plants, and I'm really excited for it because I feel like we both chose different things to talk about, so I feel like this is going to be really informative.
2: hmm
1: hmm Do you want to start? Sure. Cool. So, as you know, all plants have vibrations in their own energies. hmm And as a rule of thumb, before you even decide to pick or trim or take a piece of a plant... It's always good to, number one, ask their permission mm-hmm. and leave an offering in its place, whether it be um, something for the, for the animals to eat, whether it to be coin or a piece of your hair, mm-hmm. to put it next to the plant. Because I have had situations where I was going to take something from a plant and they just wouldn't give it to me. I've had that happen. To that happens to, to me, pick me many times. Mm-hmm. So when that happens, when you are struggling to get a piece of that plant and it's not giving it up, leave the answer it. is no. The answer it's is no. You're no. not going to get it. So yeah. just don't fight with the plant and don't be forceful. Be gentle. Yeah. Be gentle. Um, so also getting to know. Um, oh, another rule of thumb is never collect more than 25% of the plant's growth or new growth. Don't collect more than 25%. That's like a lot. I have never, yeah, I've never collected that. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, I don't know who would do that. Maybe somebody, I don't know, but it, real, that's kind of a rule.
0: Yeah, real I mean, quick on offerings. Um, sometimes when I'm hard pressed on things to hair, because you hair. always kind of got that, but not all of us have hair. Um, water. <laughs> Just right. getting water, also
1: tobacco. Mm-hmm. That's I, another I, I, good one. Yeah, so those or are just like, like fruit or seeds, you yeah. know what I'm saying? For like you know, the, the animals to eat. You. Yeah, give it yeah. A thank, thank you for sure. um Also, um, when you're harvesting these herbs and plants, you know they're giving us their life for our magic. Mm-hmm. So remember that. So they're giving up something, so we can perform magic. Yes. So that's very important that you know that you have to have respect for the plant. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, And
0: one thing about plants, too, is that some plants you're going to get along with, meaning that you're going to enjoy the smell, the magic is you're going to. like the juju of it while you're working your magic and you're going to see the results really beautifully Mm -hmm. some of the plants you are not going to get along with Mm -hmm. and yes it's true it could just be one of those things where you're like dude every time i try and pick this certain plant it will not give it up or like you know you smell it and you think it always smells rancid even though everyone else thinks it smells great Mm -hmm. or the magic just doesn't
1: work and that just means that 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 is not the relationship for you right exactly um and another thing that you can do um, is um to feel the vibration of a plant. This is a little exercise. Is like rub your hands together, like make some friction, and then shake it like you're shaking water off, and hold it over the plant and feel what result. Feel what vibrations you're picking up on, and record them in your book of shadows. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Yeah. So, and you'll you will get vibes or I- images coming through mm-hmm. with that after you know practice of course you're gonna practice
0: yeah yeah and that's kind of like how to build a relationship with the plant Mm -hmm. and that that's really important because you will start to see what you vibe with what you don't and i don't know about you i have plants that i i have my go to's i have the ones that i have built a relationship with i know i can work with and they're like my number ones and that i always like have to make sure i have on stock because i know i'm going to use them all the time Mm
2: -hmm.
0: um and other things that you can do to build that relationship and now this, obviously, this is going to vary depending plant to plant because not all of them we can drink or eat or whatever. Right. So kind of going according to what is safe to do. Um, take time with that particular one so where you spend like a week or so just working with that one. Eat it, drink it, smoke it, burn it as an incense, bathe in it, meditate with it, wear it, um, and just see how that affects you, what you get. What do you discover during that Meditation, how, like, if it's something that you are safely able to bathe or brew into a tea, how do you feel after that? And record this in your book of shadows because it's going to start to reveal itself to you. Not just because I mean, there's wonderful resources of books out there that we can learn what the plants do, but when you discover it for yourself, you're going to build a different relationship with it. You're going to go deeper into that kind of information, know how to use it.
1: Mm -hmm. And you know, also when you do. Uh, get your herbs, and you are going to use it for a certain purpose, like magical, or maybe to make incense or a combination. Always grind those herbs in your mortar and pestle clockwise mm-hmm. to bring in that the positive vibrations. Yes, always clockwise. Yeah, that's a general rule. So, but what if
0: you're doing like, what if you're making a banishing incense, though? Because usually, if you're doing banishing, you would do counter clockwise. I know,
1: yeah, I would guess so, but most of the time it's clockwise. I don't know why it is it is i think that's like the
0: general rule of thumb but um Mm -hmm. like for instance when you're making like hot foot powder because that's a banishing powder you do it counterclockwise Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah but for all the other workings it's going to be clockwise Clockwise. yeah so some of the things you should have in your home is um, a sensor um, a mortar and pestle would be helpful Mm -hmm. Um, bowls for mixing And little pieces of cloth, various colors for the different magical uh, intentions that you're going to be using. And, of course, you're going to record everything in your Book of Shadows. Yes. Absolutely.
0: For those of you listening that don't know what a sensor is, it is a type of incense burner that you can use for... Uh, loose incense but it's normally it's gonna have like a wooden handle on it um normally not all of them but most of them will and the whole function of that is that you can walk around like your space with it you can smudge with it do things like that without burning yourself Mm -hmm. um some other things i just wanted to kind of like touch on just when it comes to getting yourself a little familiar with your plant familiar do you like that? I just had it. I just yes, made it, I made it words. funny. Um, if these are happen to be plants that you grow, and they're things that are in your yard or on your balcony, or if it's like your neighbor's plant that's on the corner, but you see it all the time, and you're trying to build your relationship with that plant, name it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Name it, or ask what its name is when you water it. Talk to it. Ask how its day is and stuff like that. I used to have this huge rosemary plant that was on my front porch. Um, and every time I'd walk past it, like, I would, like, you know, hit it, and then, like, the smell would kick up. And mm. I'd always stop, being like, you smell so beautiful. Thank you so much for always guarding my house. You know, and things like that. You'll feel like a lunatic, but the plant enjoys it.
1: It does. It really does. It does. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, um, just by rubbing your hands and holding it over your herbs or your plants, you're basically enchanting them. hmm Yeah, you're giving them energy. hmm Yeah, so... That's another little thing. Rub your hands together again, really sharp. Get that electric going, and hold it over and put your energy into that as they're giving it back to you. I like that. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Um, and the best way to um, get a de- to develop some kind of relationship with your a plant familiar, so to speak, is to start it from seed, if you possibly could, mm-hmm. which could be a little trying. So. Um, you want to do several seeds in case one fails or two fails yeah yeah and then what you would do what is recommended to do I I read up on it I actually had the class with Christopher Penzad many years ago he has a great book on it and also Graven Gramassi has a book on on it, it as well um, it says to put a circle of stones around the seeds to keep it in a, like a, a secluded place while it's growing a little bit. Ricardo, and, um, I'm
0: sorry, Monica. No, we are shaving him.
1: <laughs> I know that the mic picked that up. Uh, yeah, you did. That was, you did. That's my job to burp, okay? <laughs> Not your job, okay? That one slipped. I because... am so offended here. I am so fucking offended. I am the burper. I am the burper.
2: That burp was like when the door's closing and you slide right, right before it
1: closes. Yeah. Was that, right through. It was what one was. of those. Well, you know what? Sometimes <laughs> things like that slip out, like farts.
2: <laughs> right? Sometimes
1: you can't control that. I mean, my worst fart story. Okay, I don't know why I'm going here. but When I was on, I was getting an adjustment at the chiropractor, and he fucking pressed down on my back, and I farted. I was so embarrassed. I was so humiliated and fucking embarrassed, okay? I bet, I bet they get that a lot, though. I'm sure they do. You know what I'm saying? Chiropractors that, still, Oh, my God. How embarrassing is that? Biggie, you
0: okay. do not have my permission to fart on the show. No okay. farting or oh,
1: burping. That oh, was what, that, that's Thank for you. Monica. The dogs fart and I burp. Thank you. Okay, let's move on. All right, where were we? Where I were don't we? even know. I lost my... <laughs> Something friend. about Penzac. There was a circle of stones around some seeds. Right, and you put it in a secluded area while it's growing. You make sure you have a few because... Um, and one might fail. Uh, two might yeah. fail. So you have the choice. You know, maybe hopefully one will do it. Some... There's different methods. Some say do it on the new moon, mm-hmm. you know, and also what they recommend is um, uh, putting a, a clear crystal into the hole where you're going to plant the seed mm-hmm. to give it that extra energy or a plant or a crystal that has uh, what, what you would like to have that energy put into that plant.
0: When it comes to my crystals, I used to have, like, this big candy dish that all of my crystals went into so that they are kind of just decorative and they would, like keep each other company when I wasn't using them, you know, until, um, my nephew started coming over when he was little because, you know, babies just stub, shove things in their mouth. Um, so I actually ended up taking them and I just started scattering them in all of my planters and all of my flower pods. And now that's just where they all hang out and my crystals are, my plants really seem to enjoy them. Not all of my flower pots have crystals. The ones that don't have the stones in them uh, tend to die a lot faster when I forget to water them Mm -hmm.
1: than the ones that don't. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, that's going to add an extra vibration and power to it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so it's like, you know, you can do it on the new moon, you can do it on the full moon. I've heard different variations of it, but that's the best time.
0: And one thing that I've learned to do that probably a lot of people know but you when you start your seeds and you've told me this too um you get like a couple paper towels and you fold them and you get them wet Mm -hmm. and then you lift up one like a little and you put all of the seeds in there and then just put it back over so I always feel like I'm tucking them into bed right you know and then you put them in a ziploc bag like a little greenhouse yeah start mm-hmm. it creates that greenhouse effect and it works really well yeah they work really really well it does and they i actually got sprouts this year yeah and i was i was not holding my breath because me and seeds do not mix i usually need my stuff pre-started and everything was really happy and everything sprouted and i feel like i really was able to um develop a good relationship with those plants because i was super excited about it so i'd go check on them every day and be like oh my god you're so cute you're growing today and so i would talk to them all the time and yes. that that really helps i actually did my college thesis on whether or not plants have feelings mm-hmm.
1: and, and you know they do
0: oh absolutely did you know that they like calypso music and steel drum music but if you play metal for them they will tend to die plants mm-hmm. do not like the band torso fuck i guess not no
1: Mm-mm. no they, they like, don't they like happy music yeah
0: that. i uh, i did that for science i can broccoli for
1: science. Oh, my. Mm -hmm. Interesting. (laughs) Very interesting. Um, And another thing, this is really, I mean, if you so feel compelled, you can add a few drops of your blood to the water and feed the plants with it. That's really putting your energies in essence. And I would say if you do that, that,
0: make sure you have a green fucking thumb before you feed it your blood and kill it. Because that's going to be a big well, mind Well, I mean, buck. it's
1: not going to be like, you're not going to be like pouring ton, like a pint of blood. A few drops in a No, but I'm just saying if I
0: was going to blood a plant, but I have like not a great track record with keeping plants alive and it died, I'd be like, is it because I'm just bad with plants or was it my blood? Am I bad plant juju?
1: I think the blood would like actually add something to like the growth of the plant, actually.
0: It might. And there's actually um, information about stuff like that. Um speaking of Raven Grimassi, he has this other book called The Grimoire of a Thorn Blooded Witch. Mm-hmm. And it's a really interesting read and it has actually has nothing to do with Strega. It's it's the whole Thorn Blooded Witch path is its own tradition entirely that I believe Gramasi founded, mm-hmm. I believe. And that's at least from what I gathered from what I read when I read this. But it's it's very involved. It was very interesting. Um, you know, you had to start certain like ceremonies and stuff on the full moon and this and that. So, it, right, exactly. And it, it was great as far as like building that relationship with that plant. Like he even outlined in the books, like essentially different personalities mm-hmm. that each of the plants had, which shows you his relationship with it. But, um, in certain rituals that you had to do, you had to drink God damn it, I almost called it chloroform. That is not what I'm trying to say. No. <laughs> Chlorophyll?
2: Yeah.
0: Is that what I'm trying to say? Chlorophyll,
1: yeah. The the,
0: the, the, the plant the plant blood. Ugh. Yes, um, but you can and you can buy it at, at health food stores. Guys, do not drink chloroform. No. Please don't do that. But um, anyway, so basically the whole thing was that you drink that and then you give the plant your blood. So it's like you guys are exchanging, exchanging yeah. life force energies.
1: And you know what, guys? It's always a good idea to do a little research on the plant that you're going to be coming uh, familiar with. Do some yeah. research. Look it up. Look at it, its attributes magically and scientifically. And do some research, you know, study about it a little mm-hmm. bit before you make any decisions about And even
0: that. though that plant might not like you. Yeah. Like it it's it's a thing. It's just very similar to when people try and like find their deities. You know, you do all this research on this god or this goddess and you're like and oh it doesn't work ho and it mm-hmm. doesn't work out and that's okay. You just you keep going. You will definitely find the plants that work for you. Yep. Yeah. Um, some other books real quick just while we're talking about that are really good so I really do recommend that Gramazzi book because it's a very interesting read Um, especially if you don't really know how to build a relationship with plants I feel like that's absolutely going to coach you on how to do Mm it I will say it it was, even for me, when I read it, it was a little overwhelming. I was like, oh, man, like, this is,
2: this
1: is a lot. I have it again, yeah.
0: yeah. and it's it's definitely one of those books you can reread it a couple times and get stuff from it. A really wonderful book to read that I, I have on hand, and I think we've recommended it a few times on here, is The Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs from Scott Cunningham. Love it, mm-hmm. love it. love that book. You will never outgrow that book. It is amazing. It's I such, call it my Bible. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. Like, you will never, I think that is, yeah, my most used book book as far as any of my craft books that's it Mm -hmm. um he has another really great book called it's called like the complete book of oils incense and brews Mm -hmm. it has a ton of information on how to blend oils and incenses soaps all sorts of stuff and it has a lot of different recipes that he's come up with and that's a really fun one Mm -hmm. there's also this other one called llewellyn's complete formula of magical oils Mm -hmm. i cannot remember who that one is by right now um, there's also Blackthorne's Botanical Magic, The Green Witch's Guide to Essential Oils for Spellcraft, Ritual, and Healing, and that's from Amy Blackthorne. Mm-hmm. And those are all great books that I recommend. I definitely think that the Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs is my there. my number one.
1: Yeah, that's the one I use most too. Yeah, I like that. I I just like Scott Cunningham as an author. Period. Yeah, he's yeah, some, he's mm-hmm. just to the point, simple, very earthy and natural, and I really I really respect that that.
0: Simple but knowledgeable. He's yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Love him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I have drinking
1: break. Sorry. There you go. Do, I I think
0: I interrupted you. Continue. Go with your uh, your flow. I
1: just have some recipes here. Mm-hmm. Um, for some, uh, um, if you're if you're having trouble sleeping, or you want something for your mental powers, you put spearmint beneath your pillow. That sounds oddly soothing, yet stimulating at the same time. Mm-hmm. I like that. And, you know, when you grind your herbs together, you activate their energy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You're yeah. activating their energy.
0: Well, I think anytime that you start to smell the botanicals when you're working with them, I feel like that's like when you're like activating it. Real quick on spearmint. Um, so in December of last year, Ricky got sick. Uh-huh. Ricky never gets sick. And Ricky got really fucking sick. Mm-hmm. and I kind of thought he was going to die, and I didn't know what else to do. I, like, made him wake up from his fever dream and say, you're spelled to rid disease, and he was, like, rolling his eyes at me while he was doing it, and I was, like, and Ricky hates onions, and I was sticking onions in that motherfucker's socks. Like, mm-hmm. I was, like, nope, but I finally was, like, I don't know what to do, and I called his mom, and I was, like, uh Ricky's really sick, and I think he might die. Can you come fix your son, please? Mm. And she came over with this little pot and, like, this spearmint plant, and she was just boiling fresh spearmint and just making that a tea. And she was like, no, no, this is going to fix him." I'm like, that's tea. Like, we need, like, fucking, like, a voodoo priestess up in here Mm because he's, like, not going to make it. But between that and then his dad did, like, a little, like, witchy brujo thing with some fucking... Vicks and an onion and ricky is still alive so i will say but because of that i have like this newfound love of spearmint because i really was worried because i'd never seen ricky that sick
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and that that tea really did help him like he did respond to that right away so Mm -hmm. i have definitely a newfound respect for spearmint Mm -hmm. where before i just thought it was overpowering
1: gum Mm. yeah (laughs) yeah i like it too my grandpa used to grow I think it was spearmint in his backyard. It smelled so good. Mm-hmm. It smelled so good.
0: It's a really, it's a really nice smell. And now I'm just like I, I'm just eternally grateful to that plant. Mm-hmm. So I love it.
1: Yeah. Um, also, if for restful sleep, you can put um, thyme and what is this? I didn't even know what I wrote. <laughs> thyme and something. I, I can't, let me let me. I don't. I'm let, I okay. I will get back to you on that one. I don't even can't understand my handwriting here. Um, uh, protection. Wormwood under the pillow for protection. That's and it, gonna take it, you on some wild ass dreams. And it attracts love too. Oh, all right. All mm-hmm. right. Yep. Jason Momoa, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not soon enough. <laughs> for protection, combine rosemary, cedar, and juniper berry rosemary cedar and juniper mm-hmm. i
0: just feel like that would smell so nice mm-hmm. right well like you know like sometimes you walk into like a store or someone burns which uh burns incense you're just like oh, okay that smells like incense and other times you're like that particular smell is the smell of witchcraft you know what i mean there's a smell yeah, to there's it totally i feel
1: smell like it. that would be like a smell of witchcraft yeah absolutely for sure um and you know there's one if you want if you have a wish it says, sleep with a sage leaf under your pillow for three nights. And if you dream about that sage leaf, you are going to get your wish. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's a really cool. Spin. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So um that's some of my little recipes I'm throwing out there.
0: Well, one thing when I was thinking about about this episode and when we were getting ready to to write the, the notes and everything, I realized a lot of times that I try and recommend spells and stuff, you know, we both try and make them simple. Right. And we try and make them really simple with, with plants and different ingredients that everyone have access to. Cause not everybody has, you know, the financial means to buy a bunch of stuff, nor do they maybe have like the resources to go to the local witch shop to, to go get them. Cause maybe you live in the Bible belt where there isn't a local witch shop. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did want to touch on a couple of the other basic herbs that everyone kind of has access to. but I also kind of wanted to talk branch out a little bit, give you guys some other stuff that we haven't talked about and talk about a couple witchy ones. Okay. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is herbs that are in your kitchen that you do have access to. And the first thing I want to say is Rosemary, we talk about it enough on the show. Yes, we love it. Rosemary's our babe. Rosemary does everything. Rosemary has your back.
1: And it also tastes really good on mashed potatoes. And you know what? I can't for the hell of my life grow that.
0: You know what? I can't fucking grow herbs, period. I cannot tell you how many times I've picked up my little pots of herbs from the nursery or the grocery store Mm -hmm. when they sell them. And I'm like, you're the one little basil plant I'm going to have you grow. And I get so excited. I go home and I plant it and then it's fucking dead.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's certain plants that just will not grow for me and I have to give up because I've been just trying to grow them for years. One is rosemary.
0: The other one is lavender. I got a big lavender plant by my by my front door, but I need them already big. Like, I can't mm. do it when they're little. I finally grew a basil one for a while, and it was doing so well, and it got huge. And then last month, we had this crazy heat wave. It was 115 here. And my air conditioner and all my power kept shitting and just going out and so i just did not have my wits about me because i was so hot to even register that i would need to water my plants Mm -hmm. and the heat wave killed my basil and Mm. i felt like a murderer
1: wow that's crazy but um more than just the basil
0: what else did i oh yeah i killed all the lavender except the big one
1: what else did i kill you know what but you know when in southern california when they say full sun please don't put it in full sun. That's true. Because it California, will burn your plants. They It will burn, burn them to a fucking crisp. Mm-hmm. Keep them in a the little bit of a semi-shade there because it's mm-hmm. most of my plants that I'm growing now, and I there's some that really love me, like ferns. Yeah, I you're can good grow with ferns. ferns out the wazoo. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, my rue that planted itself in front of my bedroom window, how conveniently. I love that. I just love that. So and it's huge. huge. It's I just huge. bought a new one today. Oh you did? Yeah,
0: me and Robert actually went to the store and we saw it there and they were like pretty decent sized plants, so we each bought one and I'm uh again, I I take my herbs home from the store in their little pots. I'm like, You're the one, you're gonna grow. I have a good feeling about this one though, so we're just we're gonna just cross our fingers and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. So, we already talked about rosemary. Rosemary's amazing. Right. Use it for everything. We love rosemary. Um, I wanted to talk really quick about basil. Okay. Because as Italians and as Strega, I feel like we need to honor our sp- fucking spaghetti sauce friends here. Yes, absolutely. Um, I love the smell of fresh basil. I think it is delicious. I think it's wonderful. It's refreshing. It's stimulating. Um it is sacred to Mars and mm-hmm. it corresponds with a fire element. And basil is really good for love and money. Mm-hmm. So you can even keep it like in a little bowl of like dried basil, like under your bed to stimulate love,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and stimulate a loving relationship for you. You can, um, or you can keep a plant growing in your bedroom if like you know the the lighting and everything allows for that. And I think that would be a lovely smell to have in your room, because the smell itself is even supposed to stimulate love and lust between people oh
2: wow Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. it's used in love incenses it's actually also used in exorcism um fresh leaves are really good in sexy time potions i actually have a recipe for that that i usually give to my um love love magic class but you can actually mix fresh basil leaves with like the damiana liqueur Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for some tasty sexy time potions oh yeah Oh, yeah. You can wrap the fresh stems with the leaves and everything from the plant around people candles, like two people candles to bind them in love. If you're going to do that, you know, we want permission. Right. Or you, if you're doing one to just symbolize yourself, you can wrap it around just so that it's like you were enveloped in love. You can also um, keep it in your wallet or your cash register or anything that is a symbol of collecting money for you or your business to help stimulate wealth. Mm-hmm. so I thought basil was just a really good one because yeah. we can it's grow it yeah it's multi-purpose and who doesn't love love and money and yeah.
1: exorcisms oh yes absolutely. you know <laughs> you, you know, know what are like you know one amazes three. me how many times have you been walking down the street and out of the crack in the, sideways, in the sidewalk there's a plant growing I love that I love that too it's like amazing I have seen that so many times and I get so excited when I see that because they're so powerful I mean they don't, they don't care where they go i love when i
0: see that because to me that's just like perseverance or like when yes. you see the tree roots that are starting to mess up the sidewalk in the street because i feel like it's nature's way of just like fuck you to man and with how much we're damaging this mm-hmm, plant i feel like mm-hmm. nature totally is in the right to give us some fuck yous yeah yes my other um kitchen herb that i wanted to talk about it's another major player in italian food garlic oh yeah i love me some garlic if garlic had its own religion yeah the italian dude (laughs) seriously there's nothing better than the smell of like a house like where
1: you can smell someone fucking cooking garlic oh man i know i know but just don't drink wine (laughs) don't get me started don't drink wine and garlic because the next day i'm telling you your house will smell so bad you're not gonna be able to breathe it's deadly but deadly. you know what?
0: If you're the one that stinks like it, just be by yourself that right. day. Right, but you know what? And it you're not gonna give a fuck because you know what? You're gonna have had wine and garlic the night before, know, and you're gonna be in fills a happy place. Friggin'
1: room, it's worse. It's the worst fucking smell. I, we did this early in our podcast. I yeah, we went did. On a rant. I'm not. I'm not doing that. But that's a hard. One. I don't <laughs> like that smell. I like garlic separate. I like the way wine smells separate,
0: but not together. Yeah, not together. I can see where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. But those are two of my favorite things. But garlic definitely wins. I love garlic. Um, our coven brother actually can't drink, uh, can't eat garlic. Or onions, and no. I just, I... I don't know how he lives. He's, he, you know, he's such a happy and a nice person. I'm like, I don't know how, because you're living such a fucking empty life, because those are the two things in the world that bring beauty to life. I'm telling you, man. You can tell I take garlic and I onion really seriously. Mm-hmm. Um garlic is something that is actually sacred to hecate it's another mars and fire herb actually and it's known for its healing protective and exorcism again Uh, properties it's also another correspondence with the underworld which i found interesting since we are coming up to sound this is a wonderful thing to put on your ancestral altar do that kind of work Mm -hmm. it's sacred to the underworld because of its connection with hecate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so other things to know about garlic is the first thing that i think a lot of people think of is um like that it wards off vampires because we've seen that so many times in different movies and stories and stuff like that and it's actually still said to ward off different monsters protect you from monsters and that's in a lot of different lore bigfoot? that is still carried with us is it
1: i don't know i'm just asking bigfoot. i
0: mean if that you had right. a fucking braid of garlic and you swung it like a mace and threw it at bigfoot well, I don't think it, would it might ward dent. him off you never know, oh, I, know. I mean you probably fall
2: in love no. oh there you go shit
0: then we don't want to go yeah dead. Well, I mean, but if you use, like, elephant garlic, like that garlic that's humongous, if you, like, clocked Bigfoot in the head with it, I doubt it might give you a running start.
1: Maybe. Except <laughs> for that
0: Bigfoot D. Oh, boy. Okay, sidebar, sorry. When we were driving to, uh, when we were driving home from Washington, Monica was a champ. Let Ricky and I listen to whatever we wanted to listen to. And finally, she was real quick. She's like, can we listen to Bigfoot Chronicles? Or Sasquatch. Sasquatch, Sasquatch Chronicles. So we put it on. Okay, and I was listening to a different podcast yesterday that Bigfoot came up, and it's always like Midwest people calling in about their encounters with Bigfoot. But this particular no, people, one, people
2: are, like in any forested, okay, area. well, this is
0: my experience with the big feet, <laughs> the big feet uh, viewers. Anyway, but so Monica has us put this one on. We listened to it, and the whole time the guys just explaining in detail what Bigfoot's dick looks like. That's all it was, and I was like, "Let's see this." We're driving, and Monica's so just like listen, because it's Bigfoot. So she's like, "Yeah, I'm very interested." I'm like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn this off now, Monica." Like, thank you
1: though. Yeah, they say that you can tell if it's a male or female. Just put it that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a uh, he's hashtag blessed. Oh yes, totally blessed tripod. Oh my god. Okay, we're talking about garlic. I don't know how we got onto <laughs> cryptid genitalia. Anyway. Um, but so so garlic is actually said to ward uh ward off monsters and specifically we think of vampires. So one of the things that you can do um is keep garlic. This is was my first thought, and this is something that. Not only have I put into practice, but another one of the readers at Green Man, if you look at her table, she'll usually have a head of garlic on her table. Uh-huh. And it's because it wards off vampires, meaning what are our real life vampires? Energy vampires. Right, exactly. So it protects your energy. So what generally will happen if you have this garlic that you've told it, because you got to tell your plants what they're doing too, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So if you've got this head of garlic that you put in your office or a braid of garlic that you put somewhere to ward off your vampires, you tell it to do so. And what's going to happen is either these people will like walk up to your office and then change their mind and decide that they're going to you know make, book their appointment with somebody else or something like that or, or it never just come back. never come back mm-hmm. or they'll ju- it'll just fiercely protect your energy because garlic is very protective. Mm-hmm. They sell it in different places in these beautiful braids and so you they see the strings of garlic and I think that they're lovely. normally you'll see them like you think about in italian kitchens when you think of a Strega kitchen you think of a braid of garlic and you think of a string of peppers both are very protective exactly exactly. but you can put them anywhere in your home you can even keep them by the front door Mm -hmm. um and it's going to just put general protection to ward off bad energy ward off monsters from your home but specifically when you hang it in your kitchen When we think of kitchen protection, um, sometimes people think of like protecting your food from tasting bad. But really, why the kitchen is such a heavy place to put a lot of protection into is because it's protecting your kitchen from ever being empty. Which means that this is a blessing of health, a blessing of finances that you can afford to keep your kitchen stocked.
1: And also protecting you from burns and cuts and -hmm. and stuff like that on the physical level Mm -hmm. for sure. My mom always had garlic under the sink, and you know what? I never asked her why, but it was always under the sink.
0: Under the sink?
2: hmm Under right. the sink,
1: under the cupboard of the sink, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, always. And I never, I think, I thought it was just a thing that she did. It was like a little magical thing that she did, and I just went with it, you know?
0: You know what? There's been a couple times that you've told me things that your mom has done, and it, it weirdly sticks with me like i have this peacock feather fan that one of my (laughs) friends gave me and it's this beautiful like hand man you know and like she gave it to me to use for like something burlesque, and i might one day but right now i just i have it hung on my wall because it's really pretty and you know my one of my good friends made it by hand so i love it so i put it there but i remember one time you telling me that having peacock feathers in the house is bad luck and your mom told you that
1: yeah every time i look at that fan, i'm like you better not bring any bad luck into this Mm -hmm. fucking house Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about it but she just never we were not allowed to have peacock feathers in the house.
0: Yeah, so I I have mine in the house, but it it kind of weirds me out a little mm-hmm. bit. I'm not going to lie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um so you, yeah, so you can hang hang your garlic braids in the house. You can keep it in your office to protect you from like energy vampire clients, protect you from your energy. <clears throat> garlic is also another very medicinal herb and we see that a lot. Like with chicken noodle soup, it's always extra garlic whenever you're sick and someone makes you something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, You're supposed to be able to peel a clove of it and rub it on the injured or sick body part of a person to absorb the illness. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, You can also peel the cloves and like smash them and swallow them with a spoonful of raw honey to help boost your health. Um, But garlic is a really,
1: is it antibiotic? It's anti, it's antibacterial and antiviral. Life. There you go. Yeah. Yes, because um, I had a, a um, holistic doctor when I first moved here. And when I took my kid to the to him for an earache, he said, how do you want me to treat her holistically or, or traditionally? And I was like, I really don't know. And he told me to take a little piece of garlic mm-hmm. and um, put it inside your the ear, you know, inside the ear with a little olive oil and a, and a cotton ball. And, you know, he said... You may smell like a friggin' deli, Italian deli, but your you're sure going to be feeling better. And, like and then Sasquatch is
0: going to fucking pop out of nowhere and eat your child because <laughs> it smells good. Okay. No, but
1: I mean, it does
0: work. My grandma used to do that with me. I don't know about the garlic. See, if if, if someone told me that, I'd be like, like, do I mince the garlic and put it in? Like, I would overthink you know, it. I mean,
1: you can't go anywhere. It's, it stops. You know, you're not going to be able to, you know, it's not going to fall into the abyss. I mean, you can get it out. But you, you wanted to have a bigger, a big enough piece that it's, you know, that it's, you can get it out. Just I
0: it remem- my grandma used to do something like that, not with the garlic, but she would use cotton balls and olive oil whenever mm-hmm. I had an ear infection, because yeah. I always had them, because I was always swimming when I was a kid. So I do remember that. Um, so th- those are some good things to use garlic for. Um, I know that we talked about some things, like, as far as just, like, plants with that, that you can, you know, when we're talking about building relationships, eat it, smoke it, drink it. Um or things that you can do with garlic when you're sick. We are not doctors. We cannot tell you what to do with these. Of course these. not. No, no. So um, this is not something to do that is like the be-all end-all of anything, nor would we encourage you to smoke, drink, eat, or do anything with any of these plants that might be dangerous. So please, before you decide to do any of this, please research what you're doing. And also make sure that you're taking it in the correct amount because I cannot imagine, as much as I would love to sit there and just eat an entire fucking head of garlic just for a snack yes i
1: can't imagine that that's good for you no i used to i knew a dancer back east that used to eat garlic by the by the bulk i mean he reeked to be honest with you Mm -hmm. and what i mean he used to eat a lot a lot of garlic and what happened it affected his kidneys and he went into kidney failure shit really so be very careful and you know what the general rule of thumb in for life in general anything in excess is no good Mm -hmm. anything anything food drink exercise, work, anything in excess is no good. So always keep that Perfect little thought. balance. Yeah, keep that in the, the back of your head. And I do have, remember I was talking about time? It's for clearing your head and for restful sleep. That's what it's for. I like that.
0: I also use time for money just because time is money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and time heals all. Yes, mm-hmm. and castor beans are pr- protective. What the fuck is a castor bean? A you don't know what a castor bean is. Okay, no. that's your homework. Look it up. Hold on. Do I have a pen? I need to it's write this wish. down. you
1: don't know that? what is it
0: ricky are you a good witch i'm not a witch yeah you are no you're you're... a
1: witch by injection (laughs) he i call you his
0: injection i'm not the one getting (laughs) injected
1: but you're well still you're getting the essence of it there you go you're a
0: witch by essence darling i call you his high priestess in monica yeah okay anyway back to plants guys Um, the other thing I want to talk about, because I basically broke my plant homework into three different sections. So we talked about kitchen plants. We're going to talk about house plants next. Okay. Um. So one that I wanted to talk about, because I know that not everybody has an amazing green thumb, is bamboo. Because it is available everywhere. It grows with lots of light, hardly any light. You stick that shit in a base with water and just make sure it has water. And you are fine
1: you are good to go yeah i just got one it's on my porch wilting right now <laughs> there you go i don't fucking know why but it oh, is well, yeah well did you you can't really un- over water them i don't think so yeah, I, would. I don't get it i don't get it but anyway yeah
0: well the other one so you yeah you just you just stick it in, in water and it mm-hmm. usually just does its thing and it's good for everything it's very hard to kill it's good to induce peace joy luck wealth Um, if you get it and it starts to sprout a lot and you need to trim it, it's supposed to
1: make a fabulous wand Mm
2: -hmm. and you can,
1: yeah. It does. Absolutely. (coughs) It's light. Yeah very ed i made ed's wand out of of that bamboo there you go yeah Mm -hmm. so you
0: can do some wonderful things with it um so that's and that's an easy one another one that's really great is um spider plants and they're known a lot of people like to keep them in their house because they're really excellent air purifiers Mm -hmm. and they're easy house plants to kind of keep around they hang nicely if you want to put them in a hanging pot but if you keep them in your home or your yard, they're supposed to help protect your your property by filtering out negative energy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so they're good with spiritual protection, but they're also good with cleansings and purification when added to jars, mojo bags, and the long stems can even be trimmed and used as witches ladders or mm-hmm. added to candles. They're nice. really easy to propagate too. Mm-hmm. Just, stick them in the dirt. just stick them in the dirt, stick them in water. You'll see it yeah. like the little stubs of the, yep. the rules. You just pop them in there. They're really easy. So you can get one plant and you can turn them into dozens of plants. Absolutely. You can give them as a gift. And they um, like if you give them as a as a gift to a friend, it not only does it bless your friend with protection, but it also blesses your friendship with longevity. Mm. Nice. So I really do like um, spider plants. One of the other ones, and this is one of my favorite house plants, just because it really is super fucking easy. It's really, really hard to kill, and it's insanely easy to propagate, and it's a pothos plant.
2: Yeah.
0: I have pothos plants all over my kitchen and all over my bathroom, and most of them have all stemmed from the same plant, and I just keep creating more cuttings Mm -hmm. and putting Mm -hmm. more in there. So it's called pothos or golden pothos. It's also known as devil's ivy. And just like really random thing, I've actually read something. I was looking up different like old superstitions, and apparently a Mexican superstition with it is that if you keep it in your house and your daughter like you have a young daughter like it's gonna curse her to not get married. Oh, wow. Or so like some people would say that like if their daughter hasn't been married yet or has bad luck with love, they would like get rid of all their pothos plants. Um, that's just something I've seen online. Um, I don't. Feel that way about it because I love this plant. Um, So pothos is also known as devil's ivy. It's Mm -hmm. one of the easiest house plants that you can care for. It's super easy to propagate. You just cut a stem, pop it in water, and you will see the roots start to grow within like two three days. Um, it's really hardy it's really easy to propagate so it's seen as a prosperous plant so it's a money plant so it's really good to keep on your money altar Fortuna really loves them Um, a lot of places and offices and places of business will have them one because it's just really beautiful decor but also because it helps the prosperity of the business thrive Um, it's a climbing plant and so the vines will reach up onto anything like the one in my kitchen has grown over the windowsill and kind of like framed it But it said that wherever you allow the plant to grow on the walls, it protects the structure and it protects at home.
1: Another plant that's really good for bringing money into the household is a jade plant. They Mm -hmm. say have a jade plant by the front door so your money will always flow yeah jade is really good for Mm -hmm. for money and for luck and that's another plant you just break a piece off and stick it in the dirt and it's gonna grow
0: it's also the only succulent that um it should be grown in your house because other succulents are very spiky Mm -hmm. and you don't want spiky energy in your house but jade is like the only one that's like allowed yeah but plant one right inside your front door Mm -hmm. that is really that's a good idea i like that Mm -hmm. um They're also seen as really excellent pothos plants are also seen as really excellent housewarming presents because they protect the house. Um, Interesting thing, though, because it grows so hardy, it spreads so fast that it's actually an invasive species. Um, So it does have a sinister, sinister side to it. So it said so that you can take the leaves and the vines, use them in bindings. Um, it also slows down a person or a situation, or can
1: overpower it. So this plant does have its own sinister side to it. So you know, you would be amazed <coughs> how many plants that you have growing in your backyard or in your house are that are poisonous. Oh yeah. Most plants, believe it or not, have a poisonous part, whether it be the stem, the root. The leaves the flower think of even
0: tomato plants tomato plants other than like the fruit itself the rest of it's totally poisonous right it's, it's a nightshade it's shade. just
1: crazy mean. Mean. yeah it's um, just crazy yeah pothos
0: plants actually are poisonous mm-hmm. so i'm glad wow you said that they're not they're not good for cats or humans um so keep them away from that um speaking of poisons let's segue right into my next one poisons. that i have um i decided to do a little bit on witchy plants because i don't feel like we talk about enough witchy plants on here because we try and make sure that it's easy stuff so i'm like Let, let's talk about some funky stuff here um so the one and i even have in big bold letters are poison mandrake yes mandrake mandragora um it's another mercury and inf- it's a mercury herb it's a fire herb Realize a lot of them that I chose to are all fiery because mm. I'm.
1: Wow, well, well, that makes sense. Yeah, feeling besty mm-hmm.
0: Um, Mandrake's really cool. We hear a lot about it, and we've seen it in a lot of pop culture. Um, because the root itself looks like a person. It looks like a baby. Yeah.
1: Looks like a person. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so, like for instance, I think the first place that I heard about this was actually in Harry Potter when I was a kid. I think in the second. The second anyway it doesn't matter second or third book um they would like pull it up and the, the mandrake's cry would like make you pass out or die um but it's because it's so poisonous is mm-hmm. one of the reasons that that lore was there a lot of times now when you see mandrake that you can purchase it's um chopped up into small pieces whether it looks like it's minced or sometimes i've gotten little tiny ones that are about an inch long that still does look like a person it still does Like have that looking to it but a lot of times if you want one that really looks like a baby um they're they're a lot bigger they're a couple inches long Mm -hmm. they're really interesting Mm -hmm. looking um because they already have that human shape they're really excellent to use as Mm poppets um but a lot of it is they're very good for love they're very good for money they're another one that is sacred to hecate um if you place it on like the mantle or like the focal center point of your home it's supposed to bless the house with protection and wealth and fertility Mm -hmm. and if you have a piece that you want to start using for magic according to scott cunningham's um, encyclopedia of magical herbs you leave it on your altar or a prominent place within the house for three days in order to activate it Mm -hmm. um i remember one time working the down at the counter at green man someone was going to do a love spell with it because they are really good for love magic too But this this girl came in and she had found a spell, whether it be online or in a book, but it told her to put the mandrake in a love bath. Oh. Do not do that. Again mandrake is so poisonous <laughs> so if you are going to work with the mandrake do not bathe in it do not eat it do not smoke it do not burn it do not Mm-mm. drink it this is not for anything that in consumption it should hang out on your altar it should be placed next to a candle or in a mojo bag or something like that so right. be super careful guys because there's a lot of weird information out there that's very dangerous mm-hmm. um one really cool thing that you can do with a mandrake um route that I did with mine was I actually took it and I rolled it in a dollar bill and it stayed in my wallet and then whenever I was like at work and readings were slow or something I would rub the dollar bill and I'd tell it like wake up
2: mm-hmm. wake
0: and I you can put some money draw oil on it and that will break in the dough for you mm-hmm.
2: um
0: but this is actually where I learned that there is such a thing as overfeeding your herbs and overfeeding your mojos because I would get to work every day I would light my candles I would set out the cards Blah blah blah, blah and part of that routine was that I would Give, give the mandrake root in the dollar a drop of oil and rub it until it to wake up. That little fat buck got so useless because it was so fat and lazy. Mm. So watch out for that. Just feed it like, once a month, once a week. But you just rub it until it to wake up, and it'll do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: My other one that I wanted to talk about was Hyjion the Conqueror root. Mm. Hyjion yeah. the Conqueror root is another one of my favorites. This is one that I've definitely built my relationship with, and mm-hmm. I, I would say is a plant familiar of mine. It's very... Um, very popular in the south Mm -hmm. and that is because this actually has a really amazing legend with it um and there's two different kind of legends that go with it so high john the conqueror is actually like the root is actually named after a person um and one thing says that this was an african prince that was brought over to the americas during the slave trade and that he was just really revered because even in slavery and all of the horrible things that happened it did not break his spirit other people would say that he was still a prince but he was very strong with his integrity but also physically that he was really really big and that he was really really strong and almost like just larger than life and so all the other people would come to him for help and because of just his strength and and his spirit they were just like you're just so larger than life and just like beyond humans so Mm. he was really revered for that and became legendary Mm. there's also um folklore that goes with him though saying that again he was a slave he was brought over in the slave trade and rumored to be an african prince but that he also fell in love with the devil's daughter and he told the devil like basic i love your daughter i want to marry her blah 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 And the devil was like, cool, dude, I'm going to set a bunch of tasks for you and you have to do these tasks. And if you can complete them, like, I will let you marry my daughter, but I have to make sure that you're worthy first. And so he basically set up a bunch of tasks that were just completely impossible and they were just kind of designed to kill John is what they were going to do. And when the devil's daughter found out about it, she went and bestowed upon him this magical axe because one of the things he had to do was plow, like, It's a 60 acre farm in half a day or in a day or something. But since he had this magical axe, he was able to chop it all down. And so once he was done, he completed all these tasks and the devil was just blown away. Like, how did you do this? He was just like, well, how about this buddy? Fuck you anyway. You still can't marry my daughter and took Mm. his daughter back to hell. And John was like, no, I won. I'm in love with her and fuck you. So he went to hell and he and the devil's daughter, that you know, they were in love, so they actually stole the devil's horses and escaped from hell together. Oh, wow. And so because of that, and part of this, like, you know, when you hear this, you kind of think, like, this was probably, like, it kind of has, like, a Paul Bunyan vibe to it, this yeah, story. So yeah. I kind of wonder if this is where Paul Bunyan was derived from. But um, I think because in the story, like, you know, he plowed the fields, he did all these things, and then he had to go to hell to, like, get the, get the devil's daughter. I think that he completed this, but he was probably, like, it. This was may may have even been the person. I'm kind of just talking out of my ass. It's all just theory. I haven't researched this, but I kind of feel like maybe he um completed like some kind of like strenuous, outrageous task
2: mm-hmm.
0: and died afterwards of exhaustion. Mm. And I think that may have been where some of this lore came from. But when we think about this, it was kind of tricky, though. It was tricky what he did. So this does help you get out of tricky situations. This can also help you when you need to be tricky. But more so, I do kind of see this as an all-over herb because it's the conqueror route. Right. He helps you conquer situations right. um, or anything that is need where you need to exert a large amount of strength that maybe you're not sure if you are actually capable of. I use it in a lot of legal stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overcoming these obstacles, that's what it's for. And You know, I turn to it when I like... I really need that that push Mm -hmm. that like that power behind it i wouldn't use this this herb for everything all the time right um but when you need it like it's definitely gonna come through for you it's also really good for depression it's really good for happiness. It can really be used for just about anything. If you rub mint oil on it and you wrap it in, like, a mojo bag, a green mojo bag, it's good for that. But you can carry it with you to destroy obstacles. Mm-hmm. I have this one that almost looks like the horn god symbol. So it's, wow. like, round because they're round and they're kind of, like, veiny looking. Yeah, 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 But this one has, like, these two horns that come nice. up. Nice. But it rests really nice in my hand and I can curl my finger around it. So I actually use mine whenever I need to, like, meditate or do power. things like that. Get that power. hmm Um, it helped me get my house when I needed to move really fast. Like, I really credit a lot of that to this, this Conqueror route. Um, if you take a couple of them, like, three or four of them, and you take a knife and you, like, kind of cut slits in them a little bit to kind of release the oils, you can drop it in whatever kind of base oil you want, or I've seen a lot of people do this with whiskey, where you drop it into a bottle of whiskey, and you just, once a day, you shake it up really good. Mm Mm-hmm. And you leave it for, like, a month or so, and then that's now been enchanted with that High John the Conqueror, and you now have a High John the Conqueror whiskey, or you have an oil
2: mm-hmm. that you
0: can do with that. Again, this is another one that's poisonous. Right, yes. Um, I feel like this herb got a lot of... Um, a lot of attention from that show the chilling adventures of sabrina Mm. because aunt hilda makes her a shake with it yeah it's it's poisonous um so careful one thing i do want to say is when you work with roots because we did talk about mandrake and john the conqueror not only can you build relationships with the herbs and you are with the plant spirit itself but you can build relationships with the individual root Mm -hmm. roots are really hardy so you can use them more than once so the more that you work with that particular root the stronger your bond's going to be with it and you're going to like that's going to be like your boy Mm -hmm. and you can use it so that is really good to know and you should do that so be careful when you select and be selective and pick one that really calls to you but also don't use them for absolutely everything because um, you want to separate them. So, like, your money root, your money mandrake is your money mandrake. That's not your love mandrake. You need two different ones. If you have, like, you want to kind of be careful about
2: mm.
0: mixing purposes because mm-hmm. I feel like that oh, can yeah. get messy. Absolutely. So I have, like, a couple different high johns that I use for different things. And I've worked with each of them enough that I know which one's which. Mm, okay. So you do want to be mindful of that. I do have one more herb before okay. we wrap up. And this is my favorite herb in the whole world. eyebright. Okay. I love eyebright. So this is an herb. It's not a root and it corresponds with air and fire. Um, and a lot of times what you really see is that it's good for your third eye. It's good for psychic awareness. You can add it to candles. Um, in the encyclopedia of magical herbs, Scott Cunningham says brew it and soak cotton balls in it when they cool, put them over your eyelids to stimulate your third eye. Um, so, you can really use it in anything like that, but I also use it in glamour magic. Uh-huh. And anytime you need to um, catch people's attention really fast, whether it be on a date. Uh, in job interviews, I um, do a lot of, like, artist mojo bags for performers. I always put eyebright in there so that you're eye-catching on stage. Mm-hmm. And it also helps gain clarity. Clarity, yes. Mm-hmm. I
1: use it for clarity spells all the time.
0: Yeah, I love eyebright It is my favorite. Um, we had, like, a bad crop of it one year, so it became really hard to find. And I love it so much that when I found that out, my greedy ass swooped up the last of it that i could find at green man i was like no this is mine this is my stock Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but hey it it works i love it so and those are those are the plants that i built my relationship with
1: very nice well mine is definitely rue for sure oh yeah even though i do not like i've grown to
0: like it it was actually funny so today i was at the store and i picked it up and as i was like picking up all my bags and getting ready to leave this lady was like oh that's a really pretty plant i was like oh thank you they have them inside if you want one she goes is that the one that smells i'm like like cat pee yes and she just gave me this weird look i'm like it smells it smells like cat pee but it's a great plant totally you should totally get it and Mm -hmm. she just gave me this look like what the fuck did you get it at john's yes i did Mm -hmm. and they have big ones too Nice. nice
1: very nice yeah. Well, I love my plants. I love my herbs. I do. I have my little garden growing. You know, yeah. I actually yeah. need to pull
0: out my garden all of my summer
1: yes, yes, stuff. Yes, it yes, is yes, time. You, you know what? I got to tell you something. My daughter, though, man, she has the greenest thumb this side of the fucking Rockies. I'm telling you, she can grow anything. She has like a little two inch plot of dirt, like a, just along her in her little back, back space there. She has grown pumpkins and morning glory. And, I mean, thrive. They just thrive. It just blows me away. It blows I me love away. It. She has a really good, yeah, green, thrum, really good th- green thumb. Really yeah, good green thumb. I she thought does. I did, but she's better than me.
0: I need to have a green thumb when I remember to water stuff. Oh, God. You have to water them. You know, before we moved into the house that we're at, I never had a problem with it. And I was always in my garden, always fucking around doing something. And then we moved where we are. And I don't know. I just, I can't commit to it that
1: well mm. like i have yeah.
0: like i have my little my little pepper plant right now my little ornamental pepper plant which i need to water tonight but that one like i'm invested in it you know yeah, so like yeah. which is nice except like sometimes they will still die and then i'm like
1: heartbroken i know it's terrible yeah and i've tried the same plants over and over and over again i'm gonna stop because i it's obviously i can't grow them so yeah I'm just you don't have go.
0: that kind of relationship that's yeah, why I don't, you no. know
1: i don't so and i mean i love rosemary but it won't grow for me sad that's okay that's okay I go harvesting it elsewhere it's okay
0: if any of you guys have um, you feel like you've already built your relationship with plants we'd love to hear what yes, that plant is snow. and what, what's your take on it
1: Yeah. you know yeah what what kind of vibes do you get what kind of images do you get when you work with them write them down yeah put them in your book of shadow yeah book yeah. of shadows I'm sorry <laughs> yeah
0: BOS yes. BOS yeah no write it down share it with us if you feel compelled to do so because you know it's it's good to look at reference books, but it's also good to just kind of, like, see hands what on. you get off of. Yeah, because yeah, it might be on. something different, but if it works for you, it works for you.
1: That's right. You know? Absolutely.
0: Do you know who your shout-out is for tonight?
1: I don't, so you can go first. Oh, well, Let me shit, think about I was trying
0: it. to pass it off on you. Oh, um, my god! Actually, my shout-out tonight is going to be, I have three okay three i'm gonna couple them all together um robert first off we, we've given him a shout out a couple times right. um i just i hung out with him today it was really nice he was so sweet he helped me wash my car he's a virgo so it went really well because he was incredibly meticulous yes i am not so he was probably going fucking crazy watching me try and wash the car mm-hmm. which is why he took over um to my friend courtney we've been spending a lot of time together she's awesome and she's just like become like One of my pillars of strength over 2020 and just dealing with COVID and all of that stuff. But also to my darling Lily, who I think we might have talked about on the podcast before. She's our hair witch, so she does both of our hair. Yes, yes, she does. And she's so cute. She texted me the other day. She's like, I'm finally listening to WWW. And I'm like... You mean WSW? She's like, that one. Oh, my God. All the champagne. Can I have your autograph? (laughs) And then, like, I was like, okay, whatever. And then a couple hours later, she, like, commented and sent me another text. So she basically just spent a day binging it. Oh, that's great. And now she's getting, like, super into it. I'm really proud because that means that she's getting more into her witchy self. So, fuck yeah, go Lily.
1: Yeah, I'm going to shout out to her, too. She just cut my hair, and I think she's wonderful. So there you go. Shout out, Lily.
0: Fuck yeah, go Lily. Go Lily. And
1: on that note, Merry Meet, Merry Parts, and Merry Merry Meet meet again. Again.